Fresh Kid C. Yes, sir. Fresh Kid P. Fresh Kid T. Oh, yeah, we back. All right, welcome back to the cleanup. It is our free agency special episode. I'm pretty a lot of predictions. I'm ready a to go. We're, I'm pretty excited about this. It's, this is going to take a while. This episode is dedicated to this. We'll get into the current events later. Um, we are going to let you guys know where your favorite players are going. Yes. As always, I'm excited about it. Uh, ben and I spent a good portion of the morning getting ready for this episode, breaking down each player just for you. This is the content that we know you want. Yes. So this this is this is our hard work. As um, always, we're here for you. Um, do you want to just hop into it? Let's do it. Let's do it. Connor. Yeah, let's. All right. First one we got, we got uh, my guy, I think the best personality in baseball, Trevor Bauer. Absolutely dominated this year, and he's a free agent and only signing one of your deals. So where do you guys have him going? This one took a while. This one took a while to, to dispute. Um, there's, there's so many options. We believe that he's going to take a one-year deal. It just makes too much sense or the way he's been going about everything, and that's what he said he wanted to do. He could hit the nuts um, if he doesn't. True. Yeah. Um, we have a few teams. Obviously, we have the Dodgers and the Yankees, the big ballers of the league. Um, there's the Angels, Braves, Mets, Twins, and Padres. Let's. What, what were you thinking when you when we put this list together, Ben? <clears throat> um, I think. Kind of as a disclaimer, the Yankees and the Dodgers are going to be in on most of these big-name guys. So just as a disclaimer, if we say one of these big-name guys, the Yankees and the Dodgers are probably going to be kicking the tires on them. But with that being said, um, Trevor Bauer, an interesting case because he has said that he wants to do one-year deals. So that really is going to narrow it down to teams that want to compete um, – and in my head, when I think of one-year deals, the first team that always comes to my mind is the Atlanta Braves, um, a team that has really liked doing one-year deals in the past couple of years. Um, obviously, a team that had some beef with him in the playoffs, but that's definitely a team that you want to keep your eye on um, to land Trevor Bauer's services. Yeah, Um Another team that really should be considered that we actually don't have on this list is the Reds. I mean, they extended a, extended them a qualifying offer. They, it's, it's one of those things that if a guy got extended a qualifying offer, you would just kind of assume that they're in on the player. Um, I mean, they were willing to spend eighteen nine on him, so you got to be willing. Exactly. You got to know they're exactly. going to be willing to pay a little bit more. So another team that we should really consider too is there's a window happening in the AL West and the angels are going to be looking at a, a, a top notch guy. They didn't decide to go after Garrett Cole last year or, or guys after Garrett Cole last year, because it just, it was a, it was a steep fall off and they felt that 
it wasn't worth the money to give big money to any of those guys. So with that being said, oh, also the Mets, the Mets are also a team that are, are uh, going to look like they're going to be big ballers this off season. Yeah. Um, new owner, deep pocketbook. He, I could, it, it is an option. And then the Padres, they have yeah. Clev now. Great relationship. Sleeper pick for Trevor Bauer, I think, because kind of heard him say a few things um, in his vlog about how much he likes San Diego. And one of his best friends sits down there, Clev. Uh, yeah. Shout out, Clev just got extended. Um, but I think that he will go to one of those teams. I think um, Angels, Braves, Mets, Twins, Padres, Yankees, Dodgers. Trevor Bauer. I- I think we put together a solid list. I if if you're sticking with the Braves, I don't know if that's actually your prediction. I'm gonna go with most outlets and and follow suit and say the Dodgers are gonna just end up with Trevor Bauer. Okay. I also think I th- also think the Angels could be pretty heavy in there just because they are gonna be desperate to extend or at least give Mike Trout a chance. Exactly. And we're going to get into it later. There's a lot of player, a lot of whispers that the angels might be in on a lot of different players, but I think Ben and I have come to the conclusion that they're going to be spending more money on pitching rather than position players. And there's been a lot of whispers that will have interest in position players. Um, let's right. move on. Next one we got uh, best catcher in baseball by far uh, JT real Muto. Where do you guys, where do you guys got him going? Uh, we uh, talked about this for quite a while earlier. Um, obviously, like, <clears throat> there's not going to be a huge amount of teams um, that are going to want to pay that much money for a catcher. Um, but obviously, the team that I guess is probably going to be the front runner, the team that has Bryce Harper and really, Bryce Harper really wants him back is the Phillies. Um, and I think we should start our list there. They have a huge need to keep that bat and that glove in their lineup. Um, and if they don't, there's not a ton of good options for them after that. So um, Phillies and then Eli, you want to take the Mets, your Mets? Yeah, um, the Mets, it makes a lot of sense for them. Wilson Ramos's contract is up. They let Darnell walk last or two years ago now or they traded him away to the to the Rays that's right and um I think it just makes a lot of sense for them right now for the money that they're willing to spend the other team that were as Ben said the Phillies are going to be in on them a division rival I don't know if they're going to let them just walk in and just sign a guy like JT Real Muto. And I think this is their number one guy on their list before any pitchers because getting Stroman back kind of changes their approach to the offseason when it comes to pitching. Yeah. And the other team that I really would not be surprised to see the Yankees jump into this race because it's a team that's got a lot of money. And if they sign, they're going to want somebody that's going to be able to catch Garrett Cole. And I'm not sure if that's going to be Kyle Higashioka long term. So. Uh, watch out for the Yankees, especially if they deal Gary Sanchez um, in the coming weeks. Yes. And then finally, the last team we came up with, 
kind of seems like a shocker. Uh, the Cardinals, Yadier Molina is getting older. He currently is a free agent. Who knows if he decides to retire or if it's a situation where they just have Yadi back up JT because JT is the class of the MLB right now in catching. So um, if I'll go first with my prediction. Um, he's the number one guy on their list. They probably have the deepest pocketbooks going into this, this offseason, and I, I'm going to stick with the Mets. I think he's going to re-sign with the Phillies. I think the relationship with Harper, um, I think that the Phillies are going to be desperate to keep a guy, keep a guy like that. Yes, I, I I don't think he's leaving the division, so I can. I don't think so. I, can, I, I don't think you're wrong in that that pick. Also, we're not going to be guessing money. We're I don't I don't feel very confident in that. Like there's no, like I can ball the pandemic. I, I really have no idea. Yeah, we really don't know where these are going. So I guess we're good to move on. Yeah. Uh, n- next up, we got a guy who I think really wants out of Houston. Uh, George Springer, solid center fielder. But uh, where's he going, guys? Let's start with that that idea that he wants out of Houston. Houston wants him in Houston very bad still. They've come out and said that. They've come out and said Michael Brantley and, he, and, and Springer are their top two targets. Um doesn't make a lot of sense at this point it's a team that's probably not going to be able to control uh, keep all those parts together especially with it's an interesting pitching staff but is it a good enough one to believe Springer is making the right choice at what going into age 31 season yes but one thing we have to consider is if you're the Astros obviously you don't have the payroll to extend this window for a huge amount of time. But let's not forget what they did this year with those two guys on their roster and with the same pitching staff. So if they're able to get those two guys back, they might figure that they got a chance because, I mean, they were in the ALCS this year, even with all their struggles. Um, And obviously they still got Bregman and Correa and those guys around. So I think the Astros will make a heavy push. It's just uh, kind of a matter of where those pocketbooks are going to be at. Yeah, that, uh, that that makes a ton of sense. And I, not guessing money, money, but I feel like Springer is going to look, as he's age 31 going to this next season, he's going to want something more secure that he feels as though it's probably the last place he would play, if not one other place, or get an extension in that wherever he is. A um, couple other teams. Uh, we saw that the White Sox will have interest. It makes sense. The fit is there. Does it mean he moves over to right field where I think he started in right field and yeah. he moved to center field. And then, I mean, with that, with that outfield, putting him with Robert and Eloy, I mean, Eloy is a train wreck, but two plus defenders out there would help them a ton. Yes. Um, ben brought up earlier that he doesn't quite make a lot of sense for the White Sox if he's looking to stay as a leadoff hitter because they do have T.A. Tim Anderson and they aren't they're similar bats but but there there is some significant differences yeah um, I think both of us kind of <clears throat> for some reason 
I don't know if you feel this way, but I have the Blue Jays as the front runner. I, I do too. They yeah. have been yearning for a leadoff bat and a center fielder for a while. Um, I think this is the year. I think they're going to give George Springer his money. Um, look for George Springer up in up in Canada. Yeah, um, I'm going to go with. We have the Mets on this list. I mean, they're looking to spend a lot. They are trying to pick up the defense. And outfield is one place that they can definitely do that because Nemo, Comforto, Dom Smith slash J.D. Davis is not the most elite defensive outfield. So we, we had to think about the Mets with what they're willing to spend. But I'm also going to lean towards the Blue Jays. Ben and I have been talking about, well, before the podcast even started, we, we love Ben Gamble and we wanted to see him out and for the Blue Jays and turning into their center fielder. But I that just he just is not a good enough choice for that position for them. And I it makes a lot of sense to to go get a guy like George Springer. All right. Uh, we got the reigning National League home run king, uh, Marcelo Zuna up now. All right. So this is a really interesting candidate due to the fact that we have no idea what the DH situation is. Like there's a possibility there is a DH and then it makes every single team probably more probable of signing Marcel. But as of right now, which is funny because we'll get into it and it doesn't really make sense why we pick the teams that we pick. Um, but as of right now, I, we can't see him taking, I can't see him taking a multi-year deal that doesn't have the idea that he will be a DH somewhere. Yeah. And I think obviously this is all going to be take this all with a grain of salt because we're going to need old Rob to let us know. I mean, pretty soon if there's going to be a DH next year, um, because that changes a lot of things. Uh, and when we talked about Marcelo Zuna, obviously a great fit with the Atlanta Braves this year. Um, seemed like he really fit in that clubhouse. But when we talked about him, He's, we don't think he's leaving the NL East at all. Yeah, we, we, we came to the conclusion that it makes the most sense that he, every single team in this division w could be in play for him. Um, especially after a guy like uh, Robinson Cano gets popped for uh, PEDs and misses the whole year. And if there is DH, then he could totally fill a void as a DH for the, for the New York Mets. Yes. And, Eli brought up earlier, the Nationals are going to have a hole in their outfield with Adam Eaton presumably going somewhere else. Um, and then I think we got to talk about the Braves. Um, good, He was always a good fit there. Seems like a good fit in the clubhouse. Um, had a great year offensively there. Uh, protected by a lot of good players, the MVP, Freddie Freeman. Um so, yeah, we think he's staying in the NL East. But yeah. I did hear today, um, Jared Carabas, noted Red Sox fan, uh, host of Starting Nine. He thinks he's plugged in a lot of places. He thinks the Red Sox are going to be making a pretty strong push for Ozuna. I, I could see that. Um, that goes along with a point we'll make later on and a different player's uh, uh, free agency. Um, 
but that that doesn't make a lot of sense. I personally just I can't see the Braves letting him walk after the what had happened yep. for them. I agree. I think he has. I think they gotta go out and bring him back, especially if most of the competitors are NL East teams. I can't see them letting him walk away to another team in the division. Yep. So. All right. Uh, you got him going to the Braves. Yep. Oh yeah, he's not going anywhere. Cool, 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 cool. All right, next up, I think we got uh, Ben's favorite player on the list, dude that finds just a bunch of barrel, uh, DJ LeMahieu. Yeah, uh, I think this. I think this is going to be quite the conversation. Yeah, um, I'm just going to start this out. I'm pretty plugged in with a lot of different Yankees fans, and um, they are going to be crushed if the Yankees do not throw this guy a bag of change. Um, he's been the best player on their team the last two years, very clearly. Like, the best bat, one of the best bats in the American League. Um, and I think we talked about him earlier. Not really a guy that we see his skill set um, diminishing a whole lot as he ages. Um, he's a pretty strong mental guy, too. It seems like so. Um, there's going to be a lot of teams that are going to want this guy. Uh, we have Yankees, Mets, Cardinals, Nationals, Marlins, and Dodgers. The for the only reason we got the Dodgers on this list, of course, is like what we stated earlier that they're going to probably be in on a lot of these top players. The Dodgers are losing a bunch of. Um, of uh, middle infielders, so or or mainly Kike Hernandez, and that could open up a hole that they could go grab a second baseman. Um, pretty much the only reason we have the Marlins on the list is because if if Derek Jeter wants DJ LeMayhew, I'm sure he loves that skill set because it's shockingly similar to his. Um, wouldn't be surprised to see the Marlins throw money at him, especially because they were a contender last year. Yeah. And there was this, we have this understanding that, um, that the, the, the nationals could use a guy like DJ. I mean, we couldn't really specify what their second base situation is. It's very similar to the Cardinals after getting rid of Colton Wong. It seems like there's could be a need for a guy like Colton Wong. Yeah. So, both of those teams should be at least kicking the tires. Yeah, if and the Yankee fans I know, mainly my family, would lose their mind. They they've just been tweeting out like give them a blank check already for like the last month. So I I could see him being in play, or I could see the Yankees really making that strong push to keep him there. Yeah, and. I know Yankees fans really don't want him to go to the Mets. Really that's don't. Where, that's where I'm going to just start where my prediction is. Uh, I do see him going to the Mets, especially after Robinson Cano being popped for the PED yeah. suspension. I mean, I've been on that this before that happened. I could see that being a fit for them. Um, if they can keep Jeff McNeil, they can move him to third, or they could put LeMayu at third. <laughs> Between those two guys, that's a lot of hits. Yes. That's a, that's a lot of hits at the beginning of that lineup and that could be a problem for a lot of teams going through the year. So, so I'm, I'm on this list, Eli. 
Huh? For the Mets signing everyone on this list. I only have them so far with two guys. I mean, we're only at five, but. Well, I can tell you one guy that's not going to the Mets, and it's DJ LeMayhew. He's staying in the Bronx, baby. That guy's not going anywhere. It might it might fit his whole career where everybody's just let him walk out the door, and it's been a mistake. Yeah. So. All right, Connor. Don't worry. Eli and I got this one. Oh, yeah. We're, we're not really sure how to pronounce this, but I think it's I looked, I looked it up. It up? I'm pretty sure it's Ha Seong Kim. All right. So exactly Great. what I just said. Nailed it. Kim. Um, we're just... All right. This guy, Eli, can you just tell us what this guy's scouting report is? Because it's electric. His, he, this is the most excited I've been about any of the players on the list. Uh, he's a 25-year-old uh, who played in the KBO this last year. He played for the Kiwo and Ki- I don't know. The Heroes. Kiwo Heroes. Um, yep. That was a big KBO and guy he's been, he, by Fangrass, was described as a 5'9 stick of dynamite. And, um, With thunderous tools. Thunderous physical tools. So a 25-year-old shortstop is his main position and could play second base or third base. That plugs that makes a lot of teams in on him. And I think Ben, you found an article that said every single team could use Kim. Yes. They it literally said every single team. I think maybe except for one. I can't remember. Oh yeah, it was it was the Astros was one of the teams and the Padres. Were those are the two teams Yeah. The two teams with locked up left sides of the infield. And honestly, you could just probably throw him into the outfield for them if this guy is that legit. He's as thunderous as they say. Um, um, okay. I'd, like, I'd like to preface this by saying when we go through these, there's quite a few shortstops and middle infielders. Um, we don't have to go in depth on all of them, but there is going to be the same general crop of guys that are going to be looking for a shortstop. Uh, and it, and to go off that, there's a lot of tiers of uh, of pitchers that kind of grab that same pull, like starting pitchers and relief pitchers. That it's kind of one of the the first domino falls, and then everyone else is going to scramble to get the next best guy. Yeah. So for Kim, he's kind of in this like weird secondary tier of teams that might be in a position to pick a high upside player like this guy that has thunderous tools. At 25. We said the AL West, basically the entire AL West, um, the Cincinnati Reds, the Orioles, and the Tigers, and basically any team that's in a rebuilding phase. um, Even the the Phillies is another team that we had in there. Yes. Do you say Cardinals? The Cardinals also Uh, fit. Cardinals and Phillies, yep. Um, The article we've really found on them have – the, the Rangers picking him up. Um, the Rangers do do very well in international pools. It's kind of one of their things. But honestly, the whole ALS does pretty good in international pools. Um, honestly, I'm just going to come out and say my bias. I want the M's to get him. Yeah. I just, I, that's, yeah. he makes a lot of sense. If he can play second base, and I know the <laughs> Situation. They got a couple of options at second base, but you you telling me a five nine stick of dynamite can't plug in at second base for the long term? Uh huh. Especially um, somebody of Asian descent. 
Yeah, I like those kind of guys over the years, uh, and I wouldn't mind it. Yeah. Um, One thing um, I was going to say is I would love to see him go to the Mariners. Um, but my dark horse picks are going to be the Reds and the A's. Watch out for the Reds and the A's looking for a bargain, a bargain pickup, because that both of those teams are going to need middle infielders bad. Yes, I... I'm pretty in that same exact boat, actually. The Reds went out and did it last year, and the A's are going to look for a guy that they could possibly control for a while, a young guy, especially after losing uh, Simeon. Simeon. There's Simmons and Simeon. Um, and Listella, most likely. And probably Listella. So the A's make a ton of sense. Um, you know what? I'm just gonna go on the M's alert. I'm I'm gonna have the M's picking him up. I'm I'm all in on this. This is just a total bias call, but I love it. I got either the Reds or the A's. Yeah, this is that's a hard it's a hard one to call because you we really don't know who's no, gonna actually know be what we've read about this guy. And if if 28 teams are interested on a affordable 25 year old stick of dynamite, then I. I'm interested yeah. too. I mean, it that's a hard it's a hard call. I I I'm just going to lean toward the Mariners. I mean, the Rangers make a ton of sense. They need a lot in general. So. Um, yeah. All right. Great points. I had absolutely no knowledge about that before. Um, but uh we got another uh, former Yankee shortstop, uh Sir Didi Gregorius. Didi. Um I think he had fun for his time in in, in um, Philadelphia. Uh, went back to his old manager, Girardi. I don't know if that's going to be a reunion that we see happening. Maybe if a guy like JT falls first, they could go back and try to get another top guy in their in their mind. Yeah, and I, and I know the the Phillies are going to be in on him. Um, we have the Yankees down, but I think I don't think the Yankees are gonna settle for DD as a player. Like I I think he's he's great, um, but I don't think the Yankees are gonna be in a position to settle putting him back at shortstop because I just don't think that that makes their team a lot worse if they don't get DJ LeMahieu and they sign DD and move Glaber back to short. Um, I just don't see the Yankees in a position to settle for him, but he is going to be on our list. Um, or the Yankees are going to be on our list uh, as well as the Reds and the Angels. Um, I'm just going to come out and just call where I think he's going to go. Kind of just get these short stops out the way in this fashion. I see the Reds taking them. Yep. It's, I, it's, I think it's going to be between the Reds and the Phillies. They see the Reds seeing the need at shortstop and just trying to fill that right away. Yep, I think it's going to be the Phillies, um, but I do like the Reds call. But I just picked Kim to go to the Reds, so. Fair. Tanaka time. It is Tanaka time, yes. so let's get into that one. So I have, I have, uh, I, I have an idea. I, I think Ben and I ended up having a very similar idea with it. The Yankees can't let them walk. That's the way I look at it, just to start. 
I just can't see. They just can't let it happen. But I think it will. I got I got a team in mind. We, okay, we'll just say we have the Angels, Yankees, Blue Jays, Phillies, Giants, and Twins on the list. But and I have that really stood out. And I'm I'm gonna just say the Blue Jays make a ton of sense for Tanaka. They've seen what they can do in the East. Have him go with Ryu. Those two are your top two arms. I mean, they have Pearson coming up. And it just it relieves the pressure off of Nate Pearson from being an ace for them right away. Yeah. And I think he, he would I think he does make a ton of sense for the Blue Jays. <clears throat> but I think that I could see him going and playing with Mike Trout um, down in Anaheim because I think the Angels are in a position where they need quality innings eaters and that's what they tried getting last offseason with Julio Tehran didn't work out um so I got Tanaka going to the Angels love that call that's I mean that's probably my second second choice Jake Odorizzi this is the exact same list um he kind of bored a little bit I think he's just gonna go back to the twins I do too that was yeah I, have, I haven't gone back to the Twins. Maybe he goes to Philadelphia just because of the loss of Jake Arrieta. And yeah, I don't know why, but I just he just doesn't really do it for me. Jake Odorizzi, I mean, if he was cheaper, he could go back to uh, Tampa Bay. Um, he's only good for the first 75 pitches, and, you know, Kevin Cash would be all over that. Yep. So. Um, Liam Hendricks, our top reliever on the board. Um, I have – the idea well so we could see the ace still being in play and paying him um we also have the phillies dodgers white Sox, and then the rest of the uh, nl east it's everyone could use a closer i mean the mets have diaz but they have diaz that's all i gotta say to that um Uh, really struggle with the bullpen what do you got I think with the way the Dodgers are situated um, and the way their team is set up, I think they saw what happened with Kenley. um, And I think they're just not going to settle for him being their closer next year. I think he'll be a fine bullpen guy, but they're going to need a bona fide closer and they're going to give Liam Hendricks a bag of money. Um, I think it just easily shores up really the only hole or potential hole that could be on the roster if Trinan and Baez leave and Kenley's not that same guy. Um, so I got Hendricks going to the Dodgers. I agree. That's where I have him going as well. Hell yeah. Um, Next up, not- calling him out faster than this guy, Michael Brantley. If you ever want to race, let me know. But Michael Brantley, where is he going? I think Ben and I actually had this discussion where the next two guys kind of go hand in hand in this idea that they're a little bit older. Um, they're high quality hitters, Michael Brantley and Justin Turner. Um, I just want to say Justin Turner's going back to the Dodgers. I, yeah, we kind of, we, we talked about that. Uh, it's just kind of one of those guys that can't really walk out the door for them. I mean, such a franchise guy at this point. And everything that happened with COVID, I think a lot of 
people are going to look down on him right away. Um, and then we had the Braves being in on him, but I don't see, we don't see him being that option. I don't want to just completely speak for Ben, but uh, we do have the Braves being on this next list or, or being on the list for Brantley and so do the Dodgers and then the Red Sox and Astros. I mean, the Astros again said that they don't want to see him walk away. Yep. The Red Sox. They've already been in contact. Yes. The Red Sox seem like this could be, a, like uh, like we said earlier, Ozuna could be uh, could be a guy that could go to the Red Sox, but I also could see Michael Brantley filling a outfield hole that they have now that Jackie Bradley Jr. is a free agent. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and say that I think Brantley and Turner are both going to stay with their original teams. Yes, I I could see that as well. If anything, I see Brantley going to a team like the 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 Red Sox or Dodgers, but I see them staying. Yep. All right, Marcus, stem in. Okay, we're now getting into it with it with these shortstops. Uh, Simeon is he makes a lot of sense for a team like the the uh, the Angels. So this is our list. We have the Angels, the Yankees, the Phillies, the Reds, and the Indians. Um, we kind of stated that I just can't see the Angels spending money on position players this year. They're pretty loaded in that. I know they need a middle infielder. They love Fletcher. He could fill that spot at shortstop or second base, but what's going to end up being cheaper for them while they can go get pitching what they desperately need? Yeah, this list really just – it really just depends on where these other dominoes fall. Um, when we start getting into these lower first-tier, high second-tier shortstops, um, the Indians are going to be an option. Um, I I think he's going to go – I think he's going to go to the Angels. I think they've seen a lot of him. Um, seen a lot of him over the last couple of years. He might be one of those guys that takes a prove-it deal and goes to the Angels for a year um, and tries to rebuild his value uh, in a pretty good lineup surrounded by a lot of good hitters, and then he tries to get a multi-year deal next year. But I think he makes a ton of sense for the Angels who need that middle infield guy. That makes sense. Um, I already had Didi going to the Reds. I'm just going to have Didi going to the Philly. All right. So I had Semyon going to the Angels. Um, where'd you uh, have him going? Phillies. 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 All right. Um, let's be honest. We had to we had to stop recording. We're bums. We only get the forty minutes on Zoom. Hell yeah! It's about time we come out and say it. We've been we've been dealing with this problem the whole time. So, but we adapt and overcome. We're we balling exactly. on a budget right now. So we love that. All right. All right. Moving on. And probably the most interesting guy. <clears throat> okay. So it's really the losers of the Real Muto sweepstakes. Who, yeah. who will be in on them? Um, I've been saying for a while, I really like the Yankees for McCann. He just is a better catcher than what they have. He hits a little bit. Um, well, he hits a lot, actually. But 
he he just makes a lot of sense just to get that yeah. reliable backstop in yeah. New York. And I think obviously a lot of dominoes are gonna fall have to fall for that to happen. But I think the Yankees will be one of those teams that's really kicking hard on Real Muto. And if I'm James McCann, there is no way I'm signing until JT Real Muto signs. I'm going to wait, um, see how much money I can squeeze out of this. And, um, but for McCann, I think it's going to take – I also think he's going to go to the Yankees. Um, but obviously with that, they're going to need to trade Gary Sanchez probably. Um, I guess not necessarily, but probably. Um, and I think he could be kind of the cheaper version of Real Muto that they want. Mm-hmm. And they could sign a guy like DJ LeMayhew um, that is start in the starting pitcher that they want as well. So, 100%. I, I think James McCann gives them the most flexibility for trade situations as well, just because of the contract. Uh, they're not going to have to, they could look at a bigger contract guy. I don't really think of any out there off the top of my head, but it does give them that type of flexibility with some of these contracts coming up. Um, yeah, I think we both got them going to the, the Yankees. I mean, it's the Phillies and Mets both make a ton of sense because they're both going to be in on Real Muto and some the loser that's going to want to go get him. Um, yeah, I but I think it's the Yankees. Yep, I agree. Simmons. I mean, this is just kind of that same list like who who lost out in our ideas to for the other guys and i mean really he's the best shortstop defensively out of all these options yes um simmons to me i don't see him going back to the angels i I don't either um just because of the way that he kind of left that situation i don't know why i just don't get the feeling that he's going to be going back there um it was a much more polite way. It's like the same way as Earl Thomas, but like in a more polite way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Except for it wasn't that super aggressive. What? No, Simmons was more polite than Earl. Yeah, yeah, but wasn't Earl Thomas pretty aggressive? Didn't he yeah, like the, off Pete Carroll or something like that? Yeah, the front office, whatever they were going for. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. That, that's the idea. That he just but was done. Anyway. fed up with it. Anyways. Yeah. Um, we have the Angels, Yankees, Phillies, Reds, Indians. Um, I think the Yankees are – I don't really think that's going to happen unless a bunch of crazy stuff happens. Um, I think it's more likely that he ends up on the Phillies, Reds, or Indians, honestly. Like, that's probably going to be his landing spot. And I'm going to go with um, – the team that's going to be the most stingy of probably anyone. So I think he's going to go to the Indians. Um, I think it'll be a cheaper, relatively cheaper deal for them. And they'll be able to kind of fill that for a low cost replacement for Francisco Lindor. I do have him going to the Yankees, Ben. We didn't really talk about this. Oh, this is the guy I actually had going to the Yankees a lot. I think the Yankees saw what they wanted to see out of a Glaber at shortstop. And if a guy like GJ is gone, that 
opens up the possibility that Glaber can slide right back over it to second base, put in a elite level shortstop defensively over there that swings it well. It it makes a lot of sense. I mean, this yeah, it yeah. this this is going to contradict with one of my my uh, picks down the line, but yes, this. That's yeah, I just don't. I don't see the Yankees going for a shortstop. That's not going to be a big swing for them. Like I see them, I see them wanting to upgrade over. Like if they can't get um, Lemayhu and have Lemayhu and Torres up the middle, they're going to want to get as close to that as possible. And I just don't see. Simmons moving that moving that needle quite as much as I think the Yankees would like to see it. Um, I think he'll go to the Indians or the Reds. Simmons Simmons is in in a very interesting position because it's I think he's more relying relying on um, what happens with Francisco Lindor in the trade market. Yep, and I if. If the Yankees don't pull out Lindor and a guy like LeMahieu walks, I could totally see this being an option if other options fall through. Yep. And that's kind of where I've been leaning towards with this, that I see the Yankees missing on some guys and then getting guys, and then down the line we're like, those are pretty good signs in, in the end. Because I don't see Simmons as a down – like it's a downgrade, but it's not a huge Yeah, ball yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. Um, Peterson. Jock. Uh, he's not going back to L.A. No. Um, we have Cardinals, Giants, Astros, Nationals, White Sox, and honestly, any one of those would yeah, this be. Is a, this is a hard call. This is a hard uh, call. I have him going to the Astros because I think they're going to lose Springer. I think they're going to lose um, – Reddick, I believe, is a free agent. Anyway, either way, they're going to need corner outfield bats um, and maybe even a guy that can DH and play first base if Alvarez isn't healthy. Um, but, yeah, if, if the Astros lose out on Brantley, look for Peterson to go to the Astros. I, I totally get that. That makes a ton of sense to me. Um but he did lose a World Series to this team, and, and we all know what happened. I did just think of that as I finished my sentence. Um, and I, I just can't see him like go doing that. Um, a team that we didn't have on here, I could see the Braves being in on and on him if we were thinking outfield. Yes. If like Nick Marquez's Nick Marquez's Marquez decides to retire. Yes. So that's a fit there. Um, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna go with the White Sox. They had hope for Marzara to be some type of guy for them. Didn't work out. I was wrong on that. I did tell you that in San Diego. I told you he's had way too many plate appearances. I just, I, yeah, I and like. I wanted to believe he was just because he was young and there was some sort of success, but then there was a lot of failure. It was worth the risk of trading prospect that was 
somebody they clearly weren't as high on. Yep. So I, it was, I think that was a good risk. Didn't really work out. I think Peterson makes a lot of sense for the White Sox to fill that type of void that they were clearly trying to fill last year. Yep. Okay, we got a um, we got a tier of starting pitchers here, um, and I think Eli and I are both in agreement. There's we got three guys real quick: James Paxton, Taiwan Walker, Garrett Richards. Um, we we should put Quintana in this list and basic and Quintana honestly. Yeah. Um, I think we both had Quintana go into the Red Sox. I don't want to speak for you, but I think he's no. Going. That's where I, that's where I have him going. Okay. And I know we're in agreement that either James Paxton, Tywan Walker, or Garrett Richards. I think both of us would be willing to put a lot of money that one of those three is going to Seattle. Um, yes. All three of them have ties to Seattle. Paxton and Walker both um, obviously grew up there um, in their farm system. And Garrett Richards was drafted by Jerry DePoto. Jerry DePoto loves fastball, uh, high spin rate fastball guys with a good slider. Um, I would be shocked if the Mariners don't take a flyer on one of those three guys. Yes. Um I want to say that the Phillies will end up with one of these guys as well. Um, they losing, losing a guy like Jake Arietta, this guy, one of these guys would fill that type of void. I mean, they, they could make two moves here and get a couple of these guys. I don't know, but it really fits to the back end of this rotation, that rotation for them. And then the Nationals also are going to be looking to fill in the back of the rotation. I, I don't honestly have a good prediction for any of these guys because it really – I want to just say these teams are going to be in the play for them. The Twins are going to be in play for them. Yep. It's just the next tier down from, like, even Jake Odorizzi. And and this is we – yeah, we were calling this Mariner territory. And if it's Mariner territory, then it looks like back end of the rotation for a lot of teams. Yep. Speaking of Mariner territory, boomstick baby. Dave Sims was on our podcast. Nelson Cruz is a free agent. He's like 57 years old, and he still hits 50 home runs every year, it feels like. So, yes. Um, yes. With that being said, there's still a very limited market for a guy like that, unless Rob wants to tell us if there's going to be a DH. Um, so we had Twins, Rays, White Sox, and we did have the Mariners on there. Um, yeah, that's there probably a, not going to happen, but it's fun. Yeah, there was an idea that there could be a reunion there. Um, neither of us really believe it. I think we both believe that he's going to end up with the Twins. Um, I think these Florida teams, we don't have the Marlins on there, but if there's DHs in both leagues, both Florida teams will be frisky in this, in this sweepstakes. Yes. I can see that for sure. Um, yeah, let's move on. You know, Jackie Bradley Jr. Kind of just fills that void that we were talking about with the Astros on losing out to the, to Springer. And I just see it. It makes a lot of sense to me. Yeah, I think he's going to go. I think Jackie Bradley Jr. is great. Um, I think he's going to be more of a filler, kind of fourth outfielder type of guy. Um, I'm thinking of a team with a 
with a huge outfield. Uh, I think he's going to go play in Arizona. I think he fits Good call. fits well on that team. Um, yeah, just get starting job, let him run with it, see what he can do. Yeah, um, that would be my next pick. I think it's really going to end up being between those two teams. Um, moving on to Colton Wong. Interesting uh, situation for the Cardinals to let him go. This just makes me speculate they have some type of move for a middle infielder in the works. Um, we saw that he's, he's in play for the Red Sox. I don't know if that's quite going to happen. We could see just about every single AL, uh, AL East, or did we mean AL West? Uh, you know, I don't know. I think we meant. Yeah, that. I could see every AL East team being interested. Yeah, for the most I, think, part. I think we did mean AL East. Yeah, they I, pretty much want everybody. It seems like so. Yeah. Um, we have the Mariners. The Angels are losing a middle infielder. They can move Fletcher around. Um, the Tribe. Could be in in play for uh, okay. Well, actually, let's let's make this case with uh, Caesar Hernandez. He's somewhere on our list. Yes, he's right that right um, there at number thirty four. Caesar, I think these two guys are pretty interchangeable. Um, yes, I am a huge Caesar Hernandez fan. I think we both are. We were in love with the move. Oh, we love the profile is just it's great. I he mean, for on base for the money that he's gonna. Get he is one hundred percent worth it. On base skills are fantastic. Um, so I think we have we have Wong with the Angels, Mariners, Indians, Diamondbacks. Um, kind of the same tier of teams. A's or for Caesar Hernandez, A's, Royals, Blue Jays, Angels, Mariners, Indians, Diamondbacks. Um, I think just a lot of teams with openings at second base. Um, I think for a while I was really leaning towards the Mariners actually being in play for him. Um, I'm kind of contradicting myself a lot here, but I could see – actually, not really. I could see – this is not the guy I was talking about. I could see the Angels being in on in on, uh, on Wong, not committing a lot of money to a position player while they spend most of their money on pitchers. It just makes a lot of sense for them. And then they move yeah. Fletcher over to shortstop. Okay, Is so we did. Not really, but. We did talk about this, and I think the Angels are going to be in on a shortstop. And if they want to make David Fletcher their shortstop, be my guest. But he is not a shortstop to me. Um, and I think that the Angels will probably go in a different direction. I think Colton Wong fits pretty good with a team like the Indians. Um, and I could, I also see, think he fits pretty good with a team like the Nationals that might yeah. be needing that second base, a solid second base contributor, especially if yeah. Howie retires. I, I see the Nationals being in on, on, on Wong pretty heavily, actually. Um, I love the Mariners for a fit, but I don't see it happening with a guy like Shedlong, who is basically – a younger version that they can have a lot of hope in. Yeah. And I think Tommy LaStella kind of fits in that same 
sort of mold. Um, uh, yeah, I, 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 we should have mentioned him in on this. Yeah, I think he's a little bit higher of a tier. Um, Let's get him out of the way. I mean, he's somehow lower on the list. Um, Tommy LaStella, this is where I contradict myself. I could see him being that Yankees replacement for DJ. Yes, and I could see that too. Because he just doesn't strike out. He gets on base. He's just one of those guys. Yes, and I think there's going to be a lot of teams. He's just one of those ones that's so hard to pick. Um, the A's could welcome him back pretty easily. Um, pretty much any team in the MLB could sign Tommy LaStella, and he would fit in nicely because he plays so many positions. Yeah. He hits so well. Um, yeah, so moving on. Um, there's a very defined tier here of – kind of the secondary closer back end of the bullpen kind of guys. We got Brad Hand, Trevor Rosenthal, Trevor May, um, Blake Trinan. And uh, there's one more. And Colm May. Colm May. Colm May, too. Um, they all pretty much have the same list of guys uh, or of teams. Uh, A's, Phillies. Oh, Kirby Yates. Kirby, oh, yeah, Yates Kirby Yates is in that and, conversation. He's a little bit lower just because of the injury. Stuff. And Greg Holland. I think those yeah. guys should be kind of in this yes. conversation. Um, and so we got A's, Phillies, Dodgers, White Sox, the entire NL East again, um, Mariners, and Angels for that tier of players. Um, if you're a Mariners fan, I think Trevor May is probably the guy that they end up with out of this list. Um they love fastball slider combination guys. Um, he grew up in Washington. I think Trevor May is a good fit for them. Uh, Jerry did come out and say he wants to sign like three relievers or something. Did, like, there was a specific yeah. number. Yes. So um, um, I do see the Mariners ending up with one of these guys. I also see the Dodgers snagging yes. one of these guys, even if they get Liam Hend- Hendricks. This, yes. That doesn't. That wouldn't surprise me in any way. Um, probably keeping a guy like Blake Trinan. I see the Red Sox coming out with one of these guys and the Padres weirdly enough isn't on our list but the Padres will definitely end up with one of these I didn't really think about the Padres much and I think it's because they addressed so many needs at the end of the year last year at the trade deadline yeah Um, I think the Padres will keep a guy like Kirby Yates I think a guy like Greg Holland could end up with the A's. He's going to be cheaper. Yes. Just makes a lot of sense. Um, I think we are just just flew through that entire group of guys. I mean, it's going to be within this list, all these teams. Yes, for sure. White Sox will be in there just trying to get one, one of these guys. It's really whoever loses out on Liam Hendricks will yep. pivot and see what fits their team the most. And that's uh, why we got a couple interesting veterans, um, Corey Kluber and Charlie Morton. And uh, Mike Miner. Mike Miner. And Mike Miner. All those guys kind of in the same tier of guys that were pretty solid starting pitchers. But they have some sort of question mark that kind of goes along with them. With Miner and Kluber, it's been their health. um, And they're kind of going to go – probably on one-year deals, prove-it kind of things to contenders to fill out back ends of rotation. Um, 
At least that's what I would assume. And yeah. a, guy like, a guy like Charlie Morton, he's got a more defined list. He's uh, going to go to a contender. Yeah. And we're thinking – I'm thinking it's either Yankees, Rays, Mets, or Braves. Um, there's also that retirement thing that he's been floating around. <laughs> um, that team could win it all. And yeah, so he's, he's an interesting one. But uh, I think with how well he pitched in the playoffs – there's going to be a team that's going to give him way too much money for him to turn down. Um, I think he'll go on a one-year deal somewhere. I think he'll prop. I think he's going to go to the Yankees on a one-year deal. Don't hate it. I don't don't hate it at all. Um, yeah. Uh, earlier you were talking about the Braves being a real option for him. Uh. The more I think about this, I actually like the Braves picking up two of these older guys on one-year deals, like a Charlie Morton could fit that, and a John Lester could fit that. Yes, and but the Braves just—the Braves have just like really found this little niche that they love. They love these like these guys that are not in their prime but they're like just solid veterans and they just pay them $10 million a year. Just one year, just come in and help us. Yeah. And then move on. Let's not be rude. We're, we're kind of going to skip over Adam Wainwright and Yadier Molina because we just think that the Cardinals are going to keep them or they're going to retire. Yes. I think that'd be weird for the legacy if they did let him walk in that way. All right, <clears throat> probably our least favorite. No, that's not true. That's that's rude to him, even at this stake, because there's a guy that I'm going to mention later that we all despise. But interesting, but I'm disinterested to talk about Jerickson Profar. Yeah, I just – just not, not the kind of guy that I think is uh... – I think he had a decent sample size as a utility player um, this year, but <laughs> I'm just not a big fan of the profile. I don't really think I'm just not all that interested to see where he goes. Um, He's better than what we think he is. Um, I think that I think the Orioles are going to pick him up. And I said the Royals. Yeah. Yeah. The Orioles love failed prospects. Yeah. So. I- was all, we were all over that train this whole entire season. So let's just, yeah, let's just move on. Carlos Santana, interesting market for him. We had the Rockies Brewers Nationals. Seems like a very national move. The Rockies could be in on them. They love lefty first basements for the most part. The Brewers had a rotating first base situation this last year with like Ryan Healy and Justin Smoke. Just not a lot of confidence there. And, um, if, if it goes my way, I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind covering uh, Carlos Santana. So that being said, I'm just going to say it. Let's go with the Brewers. Let's go with the Brewers. Yeah, I like, I like the Rockies for Carlos. Yeah, I think it's between those two teams overall. It's really between those two teams. Um, getting down to it. Uh, John Lester. We had the Braves, Cubs, Red Sox. I want to throw the Mariners in here. 
It's from the area. Veteran guy. We love our lefties. Um, John Lester makes a ton of sense to go to the Mariners, but I do have – what do you think, Connor? What do you think about John Lester? Um, I don't know. At this point, I think he kind of – I could see him trying to go to a contender. I mean, yeah, Seattle guy, but um, I don't know. It's one of those Braves things, too, where Ben was talking about, like, he's a veteran. You know what, he's, you know what you're going to get out of him. Kind of throw a couple, a couple mil at his way, and hopefully he'll be an inning eater for you and uh, just uh, present some veteran clubhouse uh, leadership. Yes, I see him going on a one-year deal as well. The Braves make a ton of sense, especially because a guy like uh, David Ross spent some time there. We all know his connection with David Ross. Um, I think the Braves are going to get him on a one-year deal. What do you think, Ben? Mr. Lester. Um, I agree. I agree. agree. Yeah, that makes – yeah. I see the Braves getting a couple arms in this this tier of guys. So, especially with the the – I mean, Soroka's great. They, I just – I don't think they can bank on what he will be next year. Um, yeah, I think the Braves are basically going to retain their entire – I think they'd be stupid not to try to retain their entire bullpen. Yes, I, we, we, I agree with that. I think – and especially because Shane Green came out and said that they want to stick together. Melanson and Shane Green fit really well in that bullpen with Will Smith. Um, I guess this is another tier of guys we didn't really think about. Um, the Chris Archer, Cole Hamels, and Rick Porcello. Uh, I think the Angels got to end up with one of these guys. Yeah, there's just these guys are just such a it's such a crapshoot of teams that teams always need starting pitching. So really, just that same list that we stuck with before um, could be a pretty good fit for those guys. Yeah, I could see that. Chris Archer going to the Angels specifically because of how everything went down with Bundy this last year. Chris Archer kind of fell off. If they feel as though they can just spend low on a guy like him and a lot comes out of it, that could work well for them. I also have them getting a guy like Martin Perez, who also has really had a great, had a really great year this last year. Yes, he did. Um, Rick Porcello, I think he's just going to be like a national, honestly. Just gonna have to yeah, that, that makes sense. Makes Somebody sense. like that. Somebody that's just – or like just an Oriole. Just yeah. Like something like that. And then Cole Hamels. Um, I don't think – if Cole Hamels doesn't get a contender, I think he retires. I could see it. I mean – I could see him just going back to Philadelphia. In a while. I, I could see him going back to Philadelphia to round up that, that rotation. That would be cool. I would I like that. that. Would, and I think that would be a great way for him to end his career if that's what he wants to do. Um, you're gonna have to say this name. Desclafani. Desclas. Yep, there it is. Desclafani. Uh, we both had him going back to the Reds. Yeah, he's going back to the Reds for sure. Um. Okay, last couple guys that we're gonna talk about. They're kind of just very end of the like bottom of the barrel. Um. Adam Eaton has a very, very interesting free agency ahead of him. He's going to fall into that category of, of who loses out on Springer and Peterson. 
even Jackie Bradley Jr. at that. He just kind of fits that role that all those teams are going to be looking for. Um, and then I, I wrote on our little Google Doc, Mike Z, he's about to fail upward, boys. He's yeah. he's gonna he's gonna he's what the next best guy defensively, or he is one of the best guys defensively that is going to end up on one of those teams that miss out on McCann and, and Real Muto. Yeah, yes, for sure. Um, a couple other interesting guys. Uh, really hate that we have to talk about this guy, but... Um, yeah, this is this is a piece of shit that we were talking about that we... Yeah. yeah. I didn't want to slander. I didn't mean to slander Profar in this type of way, because he's we can not... slander this guy. This guy is... I would be willing to say... I, I have a pretty profound... I wouldn't say hatred because that's pretty strong, but I, I don't, you can say hatred. I wouldn't, I would, I would say you hate him every time. Uh, I was, hold on. I'm I'm getting to it. I do not like David Fletcher for some reason. I don't know why. I just don't like David. This is different. This is not the guy who we're talking about. Just, just hear, just hear me out. I do not like David Fletcher, but I, and that's pretty, pretty strong, but I really, (laughs) really don't like Roberto Ozuna at all. That is is so different. (laughs) Oh, that's very different. But but those are my two least favorite guys in baseball. I don't know why, but I know why for one of them. Um, I do not like Roberto Ozuna, but we have to talk about him because he's 26. He's 26 and he's productive. Um, Very productive. I it's, a couple teams that haven't cared too much about his troubles off the field. Um, obviously, the Astros didn't care a whole bu- a whole bunch because they literally traded for him while he was going through it. Going through his that was a weird trade scandal. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. The Phillies have been seemingly pretty lenient with that kind of stuff. They kept Odubel Herrera around for a long time and he wasn't even very good um they also kept really, uh what's his name uh bastardo he was also a guy like yes this. and i think the phillies he was could, good the phillies definitely could be in position to sign roberto Zuna. um and then obviously can't forget about the yankees um they obviously have chapman so i wouldn't completely rule them out either but um, he kind of falls into that strong back end of the bullpen for them. He's a righty. They're two, they're two horses right now. Or lefties, he could kind of fill that. Yeah, especially if they lose Tommy Canley, who I know has had to have Tommy John anyways. But that was a righty at the back end that they really liked, and I think that kind of hurt them going down the stretch. They really liked. They really kind of missed Tommy Canley in the back end. Um, so I could see them going for a guy like Ozuna to be that righty presence. Mm-hmm. Um, then the other guy that we're going to – two guys we're going to talk about that are position players. I think these are the last two position players on the list. Uh, I want to talk about Kike Hernandez and Jake Lamb. Jake Lamb really fixed his stock. Um, Kike, I could see just going back to the Dodgers. I'd personally love to see him in a Mariners uniform. But – he fills a lot of those voids that were similar to those second baseman roles that he can just do a lot for you. Yeah, I see Kike going to a contender. I don't see I him too. going. I don't really see him as the kind of guy. He strikes me as 
um, as like a Josh Harrison type on a contending, like a contending Pirates team. Uh, if he yeah. goes somewhere else, I just don't see him having the same type of value as he would have if he went to a team like the Dodgers or like the Yankees that uses him or like the Twins um, uses him as a super utility kind of player. Um, so I like Kike going to one of those contenders. Jake Lamb kind of falls under. I don't really think we've talked about a third baseman this whole entire time. There's just not very many good ones in the MLB. Oh, well, there there is. But I would I would like to I would like to talk about that. There's a very <laughs> there's a very steep drop off. Okay, that's fair. I can get behind I that. Saved it. You did save it there. There is a very steep drop off after about the first ten, maybe not even ten. I think this could be – this is going to be so off-topic, but this could be, honestly, the best crop of third basemans we've seen all at once in the big leagues. Yeah, that might be true. Um, the, the... But that's besides the point. Um, Jake yeah. Lamb could fill a lot of holes because there is – there could yeah. be a team looking for a third baseman, first baseman. Yeah, all I'm saying – It doesn't is, swing uh, at balls. Yeah, all I'm saying is there is a lot of teams – I mean, there is those very defined teams like the Rockies and uh, the Cubs have their third baseman that they really like in the A's, but or do there, they? There are, yeah, that's true. Yeah. There is a pretty steep drop off of teams that might need a third baseman. Um, probably one of those teams that's in a rebuild would look for a guy like Jake Lamb. All right, and then on the final player I want to talk about today is Keon Kella. He really doesn't deserve to be in this whole conversation at all, but I want the Mariners to get him, one, because he's frisky. I would love to see a fight at T-Mobile Park this next year. That would be fun. That would be fun. He's, I think and he's we, from the area, so he might be able to stay a little bit more contained. And there's Specifically, we talked about we would love to see Scott Service throwing some bows. Um, yes. I haven't seen enough fight out of old Scott. So I think no. Kella could really bring that out in him. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And like Reds, who knows what happens there? Yeah. I would, I would really love to see Tom Murphy in a fight. Um, so that'd be a good time. Yeah. So Kella's going to go to the Mariners. Um, who's, the, who's the least confrontational confrontational guy we got on the team that would just be like Amir Garrett charging him? What happens there? Uh, probably Evan White. He would probably. That's who I thought too. That was the first person that came to he'd mind. He'd probably give him a hug. Um, <laughs> maybe Seeger. Seeger's pretty, seems pretty friendly. I, uh, whatever they do, they're just going to make sure Mitch Hanniger ends up into the clubhouse because he is made of glass. And yeah, he is pretty <laughs> fragile at this point. Um, He's going to lose another ball. Yeah, but uh, rounding out, pretty, pretty good episode. I had fun. I, I love the offseason. I really, really can't wait to see what happens. Let's do final thoughts. Final thoughts. This was uh, – thanks for sticking with me. If I sound a little off, this was my, this was my flu game. I, I, do, I do not have COVID, but um, I'm a little under the weather today. So yeah, one of our kinda... – not very nice and got us all sick. Yeah. So that was pretty cool, but we got through it. I uh, had a lot of fun. So that was my final thought. Connor? Um, my final thought. Um, 
honestly, my final thought didn't really have one till just now because I forgot about it. Um, shout out to Terrence Crawford because uh, Ben and I watched him fight on Saturday and it was entertaining and Ben lost money. So I always like to see that. Love that. Uh, my final thought is, well, hopefully if you stuck this long, stuck this out this long, thank you. This is a lot of information we've thrown at you. We do have another episode coming up very soon because there's a lot going on in baseball that we should talk about. And just send us Twitter questions for that or stories you got for, uh, for uh, we're here for you. So, yeah. We are here for you. We out. Yep. We'll see you guys next time. We out.